Welcome to the Currently Cringing Podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Ramakrishna. I'm a TV personality and entrepreneur. Join me as I spill the chai on my cringeworthy life experiences with a side of dating, pop culture, and lots of laughs. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Anisha Ramakrishna, and I'm an Indian entrepreneur and TV personality with big dick energy. I recently left my successful career and my long-term relationship to pursue my own fashion business. I'm single in my mid-30s, and I live with my parents. I'm currently cringing, and I know you are too. Hey guys, welcome to Currently Cringing. I have a very special guest with me today. Amir. So long story short, me and Amir met on IG. We've actually never met in person. (laughs) That's the beauty of technology, right? Like one of the plus points of technology is you get to meet amazing people around the world online. Mm -hmm. I'm dying that we haven't met in person. It feels like we've known each other for years. Well, we're in this pandemic. So like, I don't know when things are going to get back to normal. And we met during the pandemic online. We did. did. Absolutely. The pandemic brought us together. Rona brought us together. I love it. Rona definitely brought us together. We have a lot in common. Mm -hmm. So we met because obviously you saw me on Family Karma. Mm -hmm. And then we started spilling the tea in the DMs. (laughs) Absolutely. And we have a lot in common. First of all, you're Persian and you're also in your mid-30s, honey. Uh-huh. And I'm living at home. Mm-hmm. How did you even find a quiet place in your house? Like, I, <laughs> I had to send a mass text to the family group chat. Like, everyone shut the fuck up. <laughs> 45 minutes, at least. Oh, God. And we have those you know, doors that make all the noises. Like, door open. Beep. Like, window open. Like, cool it, lady. <laughs> I'm laughing because I had to get a do not disturb sign that's so big on my door. And when I turn it to do not disturb, I'm like, literally, even if you're on fire, don't come to me. <laughs> like, don't come to me. <laughs> I will not put you out. <laughs> so you are Persian and that's you right. are Guzlem. Mm-hmm. Tell the world what Guzlem is, honey. 
I mean, Guzzlem is like, we're like unicorns. It's a, it's a gay Muslim. So I, my friend came up with it who's a comedian. He was like, you're a Guzzlem and kept yelling it in West Hollywood. And people started saying it and it kind of caught on. So yeah, I'm just, listen, I'm not practicing. I don't pray and fast every day. But you know, I believe in the religion. I was grown, you know, grown up Muslim and I respect it. So it's part of my life. And people want to throw me out of the mosque. I'm like, honey, I'm not even in the mosque. <laughs> like, I'm not even there. <laughs> They're so upset. What? Yeah, you're like, I'm not even in the mosque. Don't worry. I'm not even, it's fine. They're like so upset. I get like death threats, Anish. It's crazy. People really? are so upset. Uh-huh. People are very upset. They're very upset that I, how I dare to say that I'm gay and Muslim. I throw, I mean, it's insane. It's well, crazy. That's intense. Yeah. I mean, we both come from conservative families. Uh-huh. Were you born in America? Yeah, so I was born in Orange County. And then when I was eight, I went back to Iran for two years um, with my parents. They wanted me to see the culture. So I went to Persian school and I was like fully in it. So I feel like I, I feel like I have that, you know, fob, that fresh off the boat energy just because of like, I grew up there. <laughs> Absolutely. I tell people all the time because I was born in India. Mm -hmm. Fob is the perfect word, fresh off the boat. I don't know if that gets you canceled these days, but I'm like, opening your mouth gets you canceled, right? <laughs> Absolutely, especially between the two of us. I'm always saying the wrong thing. I'm like, oh shit. I know. So in my house, we're living in India. These folks are Indian. Yep. So okay. maybe in your house, it's the same way. I mean, I saw your IG story, your family's, you know, the Persian culture is strong. It's strong. I mean, we might do Thanksgiving correctly. Thanks to me a couple of years ago, I stepped in and said, we need a turkey. We need stuffing. We need yams. They were doing Persian food and then adding like gravy on the side. It doesn't go together. Right. So I, I stepped in, you know, but like, yeah, we have saffron at any corner. You know, we're like always drinking tea. We're very, you know, watching the Lakers, but we're also very much into tea and being Persian. So it's both. Yeah, here, I mean, I'm wearing a sweatshirt all day because the house smells like onion and garlic, you know, God forbid. I'm the smelly Indian, you know, like in New York, I was always traumatized when I lived there in the subway because, you know, people smell here and there. And of course, I'm like, they're going to say it's me because I'm the Indian. Yep. Like, so I always have this thing with like, how do I smell? Because there's always food cooking, like mom's always cooking like 10 courses. It can be any time of day, like, you know, that TikTok where it's like, you're in a meeting and then your mom's like banging pots and pans, the blender turns off. That's my yeah. house. And when I yell yeah. at my mom, she's like, yeah, but how many 36 year olds are living with their parents, hon? She's like, you're in my way, bitch. And she's right. So we can't leave. We just can't leave. <laughs> I just can't leave. I told my mom, I was like, how can I go back to LA and then live off of Postmates after this? Yeah, no, and we also grew up in these cultures where you're babied to the max. Like, our parents, they made us this way. I blame them. Mm -hmm. I do, too. I was on the phone with my friend. I blame them. They never let me have a, a job at the mall. They never <laughs> let me work to the yogurt shop. <laughs> never. They were... People see you working at the mall, then that means we're poor and we <laughs> need money. No, yep. can't take care of us, so we can't mm -hmm. work at any public place. No, no, no. That's what my dad said. How can someone see? My dad's name is Jafar, which is already funny, but he's it's the best. It's the best. Jafar is like, people can't see my son working at Starbucks. I'm like, God, I'm 17. Like all my friends have summer jobs. He's like, no. Yeah, no, God forbid. You know, I think I was allowed to work at an optometrist and that too, I was mm -hmm. 17 because, you know, it was like some sort of a medical facility. Right. Like, as long as it's a medical facility. I, Indian people love a doctor, honey. I, I know that. I mean, who is an Indian and a doctor? We are, you know, I'd say Persians as well. 
So you are not the typical Persian. I am not the typical Indian. Yeah. My grandfather still thinks I'm in med school, honey. He still <laughs> thinks. God bless him. He's 90 years old and we're not going to change his mind. I'm like, bio is going well. God bless him. God bless exactly. grandpa. Exactly. So you were actually in business school. Mm-hmm. And what happened? <laughs> I mean, business school and me did not mesh well aside from the cute guys in nice suits. I mean, I, that's pretty much it. But yeah, I came out very late. So I came out when I was 27, 28, when I went to business school. So I had a great old time. I was hooking up, living my best life, going to Vegas, drinking. I mean, I loved it, but I kept failing like every <laughs> It's hard. It was so hard, but I somehow made my way through it. So believe it or not, I did it. But it took me an extra year. But, you know, uh, my dad's not happy. Yeah, I, I did it. Whatever. I did it. I did it for my parents. But whatever. Bless them. They paid every dollar of that expensive bill. And Same. Them. It's yeah, expensive. Thanks, thanks Jafar. <laughs> so, thank you, Jafar. Thank you, Uncle Jafar. Thank you, Uncle Jafar. Yeah. So now you said you came out later. Mm-hmm. So I know it's a completely different circumstance, but I, you know, was locked up in a cupboard, you know, the Indian in the cupboard. <laughs> different story though, different story, yeah, different movie. Yeah, and, totally. you know, I was that Indian girl that wasn't allowed to have sleepovers. I wasn't allowed to talk to boys. So I am a late bloomer and honey, it was late. Mm -hmm. So when did you lose your virginity and... Are you a gold medal gay? Have you been with a woman? Like, what's the, spill the tea, honey. Spill the chai. Yes, I will spill the chai for you. That's a great question. And yes, I am a gold member. I have never been with a woman. I've never, wow. seen, I've never even seen it in the flesh. So like that, yeah, that, again, I'm very attracted to strong women. Like an Angelina Jolie as Tomb Raider, I'm down. Like, I love an independent woman. Like, I'm attracted to that. But I've never been with a woman and I lost my virginity very late in business school. Actually, I was 27, 28. For a lot of people, that's like, oh my God, what the hell? But because I was so religious and so Muslim for so long and I used to pray and fast, I lived on the Muslim dorms at USC. I was that Wow, religious. you were dedicated. <laughs> I dedicate myself to things. And then once I was done dedicating myself to that, I was like, I'm going to dedicate myself to being a hoe. So <laughs> that I, then I dedicated myself to doing that. And I think that affected, you know, my business school, whatever. But at the end of the day, I think whenever you do come out, whenever you do lose your virginity, it's got to feel right. When I did it, the guy literally, I remember was like, is this your first time? And I was like, girl, get out of <laughs> Like, they, he knows, he's not dumb. So yeah, that was a bummer. <laughs> I was 25, so I'm with you. I think when you're that old, you're just like, thank you, God. <laughs> I did it, thank you. Like, there's no, like, I wasn't crying in a corner, like, saving, like, you know, the blood bed sheets. There was no blood. I know. Like, was there it's blood? all wide. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. It's old. And oh, it's about God. time, honey. We've been open. Thank God you put something in here. Like, yep. like Dorinda said, the Holland Tunnel's open for business. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, it wasn't a big to-do. It was literally like, okay, that's out of the way now. Like, I don't have that's to talk about that anymore. You know, that's exactly how I felt, Anish. That's exactly. We watched two broke girls after in complete silence, and I was like, "When is he gonna leave?" <laughs> I did it in between classes, like I was in business school too. And We're business so, school hoes. Business school hoes. <laughs> so it was in between class, and you know, I had like three hours, and I just got it done. And I remember going back to class feeling like, "Whew, 
I can focus now. I can study. Yes. Checklist. It's a checklist. I'm a Gemini. I just needed to get that off my list. It was on my to-do list. You know, it was like, do your laundry, get a job, lose your virginity. I was like, okay, (laughs) that I can cross off. That's good. That's good. So once that got out of the way, I will say then I was in a 12-year relationship. So I didn't even have Mm -hmm. like the whole years. And then my 12-year relationship ended and I was supposed to live out my whole years this year with, you know, the launch of Family Karma on TV. Within a week of this show airing, we got put into a lockdown. So I'm here thinking, you know, my WAP is ready for the world. And instead, what's the opposite of a WAP? Adapt. Yeah, that's it's a dirty, <laughs> not dirty, um, dry, dry ass. It is dry ass it's, pussy. It's clean. It wants to get dirty. It's a dry <laughs> ass pussy. That's what I have right now. A dap. Yep. You got to do the dap. It's a dance. Dap. So now <laughs> I have a dap. There's like cobwebs, you know, and because I live with my parents, it's not like I can even do like things normal people do. And so I don't have toys. I've actually never used toys in my life. <gasps> I've never purchased a toy and I've never been to a sex shop. I know. You're I know. missing out. You're missing out. When you come to West Hollywood, I'll take you. I used to live right by the pleasure chest. Amazing. You'll love it. So what are you doing? Because I know you live at home, Henry, with your parents. Well, good thing I have a lovely shower that I actually designed before I moved out. And it has like the strongest pressure and it's got a handheld honey and it is that shower is everything. And then I bought myself a little boyfriend on Amazon.com, Calvin, you know, a little little battery operated. But I got to turn on the fan. I turn on music really loud when I use it because I'm like, God forbid someone hears me using it. <laughs> Those things make noises. They do. This one has a lower setting because it's like, it was like discreet. But I mean, I just, it's, it's, it's getting old. Like I'm getting tired of myself. I'm, like, oh. I'm getting tired of a lot of things and I'm ready to move out. But I'm also in a weird place where, where do I go? Because for the first time in my life, I will be completely alone. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to just move out when you're in the same city, right? Like, why would I move out to go across the street? Doesn't make sense. I'd want to go to LA or New York. That's what I'm thinking. Come and, to LA. You know, live my best whole life for a little bit, but not going to lie, also looking for the right person. So if the right mm-hmm. guy comes along, I'm down to, you know, settle and commit. Right. I mean, listen, I'm going to use an example and you might be like, what the hell? But I think we're like in a pretty moment, pretty woman moment, because it's like, we don't want to be a hoe for pay, but we want to be a hoe a little bit. We're still looking for that Richard Gere moment. Like I still want someone that's going to come with a limo and some roses and like sweep me off my feet. But I do want to have the freedom to go on dates. And like, I don't want, I don't want to meet like the first guy that I go on a date with. Then it's like, we're together for 12 years. Right. I, I want to have a little like freedom. Thank you for Writing my biography in a sentence. (laughs) You got it? (laughs) The first guy I met, I dated for 12 years. That's exactly what I did. And no regrets. But now, like you, I agree with you. I'd like to meet more people for sure. Mm -hmm. At least Mm -hmm. like five. I haven't even met one. Where are they? (laughs) How are they? They're all in lockdown. It's it's so hard to meet. I mean, even before the lockdown in January, I was like, I'm not having, I'm going to be like celibate. I like don't want to deal with men. They're annoying. And then the minute March happened, I was like, that's all I want now. I see a man running down the street and I'm running on the balcony. I'm like such a thirsty. I see man. your IG. You're like, oh, he's a hot guy. 
Oh, that guy's shirtless by the telephone pole. I see your IG, honey. I see you. Oh, God. I, live in a I get a lot of messages about that. I've lived with the same neighbors for my entire life, so I can't even, like, spot a guy, and the love of my life is not going to walk past by me while I'm, like, crying on my parents' front steps, you know? Yeah. Maybe. I mean, you never know. Maybe. Yeah, he's going to break in. He's going to be a robber. Like, that would be nice. That's yeah. kind of convenient. I'm at the point where I'm like, rob me if you're cute. Like, <laughs> I'm at that level. <laughs> so, are you on Grinder? Funny question. I literally deleted it last night. Again, I keep deleting it, re-downloading it. Because I just got tired of like, hey, how are you? I'm good. What are you doing? Jacking off. I'm like, oh. Like, is that really the answer on Grinder? That's like, literally, there's no romance. And then you kind of get sucked into it. It's like, you're like, well, then I might as well be like that too. So then I'm like, what are you wearing? And I'm like, why am I texting someone? What are you wearing at 3 p.m. on a Thursday? You know what I mean? Okay. Like, it's- Because we're in a lockdown in a pandemic. I get it. I've never been on a dating app, but the Grinder world seems exciting oh. to me. It's like, a thrill because I have a lot of gay friends and they send me these screenshots and I'm like, wow. Yep. It's a lot of shirtless men. People, we don't mince words, honey. We go right in. So have you had sex in the pandemic? No. Really? Mm Mm-hmm. Really, Amir? Yeah. Isn't that kind of crazy? Like someone was like, whatever, your parents are there, just come over. And I'm like, you can just come over. Like, we'll sneak in. Your parents are asleep. I'm like, honey. That's not happening. Like, there is, like, there are Quran verses at the front door. Like, how, I can't. <laughs> no, I've never had <laughs> sex in my parents' house. Never. I could never. never. Gross. Even though they're upstairs and I'm downstairs, no way. Absolutely not. Fuck that. Even, even like, jacking off. I'm like, they need to, everyone needs to be asleep. I'm like, That's so why. It's like, people think, you know, okay, you're on your own. You must be doing that a lot. It's like, nope, not even that. Like, I've been celibate now for years. It's been years. Do you, like, do you want, like, do you miss the companionship or do you just miss that, like? <laughs> I, I'm not, I'm not, look, I'm not going to lie. Right now. It would be nice to just, you know, mm-hmm. hit and run. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because we don't know what's going to happen. A lot of people are in limbo right now with their lives. Even in their mid-30s, a lot of people I talk to, they're like, you know what? We don't know what the rest of this year is going to be like. Right. And God knows what's going to happen next year. Like, I feel like <sighs> if things open up next year, I don't think people are going to want committed relationships. People are going to want to be out and about and fucking. Mm-hmm. Making up for lost time. Yep. That's what's going to be happening. And people who mm-hmm. are married might be getting divorced. Mm-hmm. That's been happening a lot. I Why think, do you think that is? Too much time together? We live in a world where, you know, most people work nowadays. So you're not really home and you don't really have to deal with each other. And so now you're just working from home, dealing with your spouse all day long. And if you have kids, you're like teaching them school on Zoom. I think it's just a lot. And then there are people that are like baking and happy and like reproducing. (laughs) I hate those fucking people. Yeah. So good for them. I'm happy for them. But a lot of my friends are frigo. And I'm like, ew, I know what you've been doing. (laughs) Like a corona baby. Ooh, you've been bored, honey. Gross. 
I don't like the Rona baby. I'm like, listen, my cousin had a baby during this time and she's adorable, but it's like the pressure of going to the hospital. Like you can only have one person in the room. Forget it. No. And I also don't want to have a Corona wedding. Ew. My son went to a drive-thru, drive-thru wedding. It's not worth it to me. Like, I don't want to be in a mask and I don't want people to be in masks at my wedding. No, it's not a good look. And then, and then if you do have a bigger wedding, what if you got like fined? It's just, it's weird. It's and weird. then people are going to rat on you on social media. Like, oh, look, she had a big wedding. And it's like the, the police, right? The social media police. Mm-hmm. Don't we know them? Oh, God. So my Instagram family members, you know, they tell me everything. I'm pretty open as well. Some of them have been swiping on the apps and getting laid. And not recently, like in the thick of the pandemic, like in March, people were confessing to me. They were like, yeah, I met someone on this app. I slept with them and now my throat hurts. And no, thank you. No, <laughs> thanks, girl. I don't know what to tell you, but I'm glad you got some. Yeah. The gays have been really bad. They've had parties. They've had Rona raves. The gays have had sex parties. I mean, it's, I mean, no. Like, you got to watch out for your health. And again, I understand we both want to get it laid. We're both thirsty for it. But at the same time, I just, I think it's because we are at our parents' house, maybe. And maybe if I lived alone, I would be a little more cavalier. But I think it's just living here, I'm just like, I don't want to risk it. I don't know. I just, I don't know. It's not, I, I won't be enjoying it. The whole time I'm thinking, do you have a COVID? Like, you know, yeah. I just wouldn't get into it. And like, who's going to come downstairs at like 3 a.m. because we <gasps> live in these immigrant homes. Someone's always walking around. Someone's always awake. I'm like, why? Like, literally, why are you awake at 4 a.m.? What are you doing? And then they wake up at like 5 to pray. Yep. In my my house, parents do the like, same thing. Yeah. So it's like no, none of that's happening here. My yep. ideal situation would be I meet someone, even if it's online, and they would need to whisk me away. <laughs> and I would be open. I tell my parents, look. I have a dick appointment. I think they would just be like, oh. you deserve it. We, we hope you, you know, get them too. You know, and have a safe trip, safe travels. Yeah. At this yeah. point, I think even my parents are like, I hope someone touches you. Wait, would you travel for it? Like, you know, those people that get on the plane and they go for the dick appointment across the country. Would you do that? Not in no. normal circumstances. And I, I usually say I don't make dick appointments. But I would do that once I had met someone and I was like talking to them and we had a okay. connection. Okay. Like Got there it. needs to be a connection. But at this point, I'm thirsty. <laughs> okay. I'm parched. I'm parched. So am I, honey. So am I. Someone send me a jet. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'll come. Mm-hmm. I'll come over. Mm-hmm. And we will have a good time. But it would have to be with someone... I've gotten to know. Got it. Got it. A little before, and you've done the FaceTime confirmation, no catfishing. I get it. I'm not a stranger. Yeah, that's one thing now. Like, I have never been on the dating apps, but I've been set up by friends. So, you know, I don't know about you. If friends... I don't trust my friends. I don't trust them. I don't either. But right now, I'm like, it's better it's someone that knows someone I know. So that worst case scenario, you know, I can yell at my friend. That's true. You have someone to blame where before, then if you go online, you have your only yourself to blame. That sucks. Exactly. Like I tell my parents, I'm like, you know, you are supposed to find me someone. That's what Indian parents do. Like you you can arrange me. And they're like, yeah, that was 10 years ago, hon. 
not according to Netflix. That's yeah. still happening. You're 36. That ship sailed. And we don't want to be responsible for the shit show because they know me. You know, I would blame them. Yeah. Yeah. Are you open to marriage? Like, do you want to get married? Do you want to have kids? I don't know. I think about this a lot. And I think it's like, I want that like stereotypical Sunday morning. You're in bed with your husband and the kids and all that. But then when I think about it and I see my friends have kids and I'm like, I really don't want this. I really don't want the marriage. I see all these gay weddings, like video. I don't really want to be like in front of everyone being gawked at. So I'm like, I don't really want the wedding. I don't really want the kids. I think I wanted it because I feel like I should want it. You know what I want, honey? I want a large career and I want fame. I want like, that's what I want. You're on your way, honey. You're doing big things. I see you. you. So I was the opposite. I never wanted to get married ever. I actually think marriage is like a social construct and it's obsolete, but that's my opinion. And for everyone who's married and thrilled with life, you know, I'm very happy for you, but (laughs) yeah, I was happy in my relationship of 12 years, not being married. And I want one kid and that too, if I'm like financially stable, because why would I bring in a kid? And I'm like, I'm trying to take care of myself right now and grow my business. So I want to give the kid everything. Right. And right right now I cannot. So now I'm open to trying marriage and doing that whole thing. I'm open and I'm, I'm interested in a monogamous relationship, Mm -hmm. but I know we're living in these times where people have so many options. It's not really talked about, but the, the amount of people I know who are in open relationships it's wild. It's wild. Hmm. I tried it. I'm a jealous freak. So it didn't work for me. Every time he'd introduce me to someone, I'm like, who's that? And he's like, it's my third grade teacher. Like, relax. But like, I I just, (laughs) you have to be very secure. And I I don't think that I was in love with him. I think it's really important that if you're going to do an open relationship that you both of you are in love and not one of you wants to a little bit less. Because there's always someone in the relationship that's like, we don't have to do this. You have to both be into it. And I think that works better. Yeah, it's always someone's idea. And then the yeah. other person just kind of does it because they really like the person and they don't mm-hmm. want them to leave. So exactly. that's usually the case out of, you know, of all the people I know, it's always one person initiating it. And then mm-hmm. the other person's calling me like crying. Absolutely. <laughs> I think open relationships really are like, a, if you're making a PB&J sandwich, you have the peanut butter, you have grape jelly, you have strawberry, you have like blueberry, you have like artisan it's the grape jelly of all of those jams. It's yeah. not like nobody really wants it, but people that want to be in like a socially accepted relationship, they don't want to just be able to like cheat on their boyfriend. They want to have like the free conscience, especially with the gays. It's kind of like one of my friends explained it to me that has a functioning open relationship. He's like, I'm going to cheat either way. This way I don't have the guilt affecting my orgasm. I was like, okay. okay. <laughs> all, right. all right. If that works for you. I don't, I mean, I'm not here to judge, but I'm here to judge. (laughs) Same. I'm not here to judge. Like I also said, I went out with someone Mm -hmm. who ended up telling me they were bi. And again, you do you, boo. I cannot handle that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's my WAP or nothing. (laughs) I have a question for you about that. Because I've had friends that have been in these situations. Did it bother you that that person that's bisexual has more options per se? Or was it just like, you don't like that this person's been with a man? Because 
I mean, like, that's I, a legitimate concern. I actually think those people are evolved. They have evolved because, again, a social construct, right? Like, men are supposed to like women and women mm-hmm. are supposed to like men. That's what we're taught, quotation marks. Mm-hmm. However, there are no rules. You can love whoever you want. Mm-hmm. So I think they've actually evolved and they they have those feelings. Whereas I don't know what I would think if no one told me what the rules were, right? Like, I don't know how mm-hmm. I would have ended up. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's more because I know myself, just like you said about yourself, I'm an extremely jealous <laughs> person. I get it. Very possessive. Anyone listening out there, mm-hmm. think before you, yeah, try anything with me. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't know if you'll be alive, but I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that crazy person that will yeah. like message you on Instagram and we'll be going back and forth like DMing and then the DMs will stop, but you'll still be active now. And I'm like, who are you talking to? And it's a friend. Uh, you're not even dating. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. I like attention if it's coming from a five-year-old child, a dog, a lizard, a grown man, a woman, a trans person. I don't give a shit. You give me validation and attention, honey, I will. That's it. You have me that's in it. any capacity. I will hug you. I will love you. I will take care of you. That's just me in a nutshell. And I think that a lot of gay men put, even, even though being gay is not the norm per se, like for a hetero world, at the end of the day, gay men even put us in a box. Like I wanted to be, I, I found women attractive for a couple months. And I told my gay friends, they're like, honey, you're gayer than the day is long. Fine. But I can also be free to do things, you know? And I, even expression of being feminine, I've been told like if I was less feminine, I'd be a better boyfriend. Like there's a lot, even within the gay world, that's very normative. So that happens even outside of the norm. So it's kind of interesting. I think straight people right now are like the worst. They're the worst. Like they're, they're getting canceled. Because straight people need to be canceled. Absolutely. <laughs> you know, because I haven't found one straight person that hasn't done some weird shit in a relationship, myself included. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know what these rules are, but I know myself, right? I like the D. Uh huh. And I want you to like my WAP. I love that. And does the D need to be Indian or can the D be whatever? So I'm attracted to Indian men, to be honest. You, I am. But I haven't met someone that is non-Indian that has liked me. Oh, okay. People always tell me, like, why don't you date outside of India? And I'm like, an Indian, a non-Indian guy has not hit on me ever. Mm. Never happened. That's funny. We have the opposite problem. I've never had a Persian hit on me. And people always say, why don't you date Persian men? I'm like, they don't like me because they like to be in control. And then I like to be in control. And it never works. They don't find me attractive. I think we both come from these machista cultures. I'd like Mm -hmm. to say, you know, like Mm -hmm. a lot of mama's boys with small dick energy, honey. Okay. But for the most part, I meet a lot of good Indian guys. So they are there. But yeah, non-Indians hasn't happened. We can tell anyone, honey. Like I said, any validation, even if it's a wall, I'm into it. Yeah, they like me. Okay, well, good. (laughs) You're getting attention from where you get it. I listen for me. I'm like, if it if if it's someone with a pulse and they give me attention, works for me. Happy. I'm happy. I'm happy. I don't care where it comes from. 
I don't care if you're 90. I don't care if you're, if you're a child and you think I'm funny, I'll take it. Okay. So what Indian men are famous for doing is I'd like to say they go try all the restaurants, right? They go to, you know, the Asian restaurant, they go to the Middle Eastern restaurant, whatever. And then at the end, they listen to their parents and they go to the Indian restaurant, but it's like, you, what if you liked the Asian better? Mm-hmm. So they listen exactly. to their parents and, you know, that's mm. what. Are they settling? Do you think that's settling? I think a lot of people in my culture do a lot of things to please their family members. Mm-hmm. I have Indian friends who are gay that, you know, they tell their parents, oh, this is my friend. Meanwhile, they're like married to the man. I, I have a friend who got married to a woman and the woman found his emails with a man and they had a full-on wedding. A lot of, yeah, oh, I've that, that too. Like people getting married when they're gay. A lot of people do that for their parents. I mean, for years, my mom was calling my boyfriend my friend. Wow. I was like, I'm 33, mom. <laughs> like we've been together for all this time. Yeah. We didn't go to Thailand as friends. <laughs> sure. We stayed in the same room. I remember, like, I went on a trip with my boyfriend, and my, my parents were like, You have separate rooms, right? And I was like, yeah. Sure. What? Or, like, don't tell people, like, Oh, we accept you, but don't tell outside people mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. gay. No, yeah, that's what my parents said. It was so funny. My dad, bless his heart, he was like, I hope that you just keep this between our family and you don't have Instagram. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on stage doing dick jokes. Like, yeah, exactly. I told my parents, Please don't listen to my podcast. No, that's what I told them too. My mom was like, can I listen? And I was like, no. Yeah. My, remember when we were doing our nasty, like trashy Tuesday lives when the show was airing and we were like talking about like waxing assholes and all that nonsense. And then my dad literally opened the door and he was like, have some decorum. And he like slammed <laughs> the door. And I was like, that just made me kick it up a notch. Yeah, Thank I you. love your that, dad. That made me like say worse stuff after that. I was like, I'm going to say more things now. That's amazing. I can top that. My parents had a religious party with under 10 people and they were doing like a full religious moment morning. And I was on like a Zoom call laughing, telling dick jokes and everyone could hear me because of the acoustics of our house. I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> can you please tell us a dick joke? I always say this dick joke because I think it, it always makes me laugh. I remember when I was first gone on Grindr, I was at Whole Foods and I was looking at produce. It's like 2 p.m. And I'm walking around and, you know, ironically, I was in the eggplant section. And I get a dick pic and it's like, and there's like people around me and I get this photo and it doesn't like, it's, a, okay, this is like a disclaimer or like just news for, for men sending dick pics. Don't send a flaccid penis. Like it's gotta be hard. Oh. It's gotta be decorated. Make your bed in the background. <laughs> like, do something. Like, have a remote next to it or something for, like, comparison. He sent me a flaccid penis, which, lo- I don't know why I'm whispering. We're <laughs> 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 in our house with our parents. We're like, well, I'm not home with the Middle Eastern parent. That, that's my thing. Like, make it hard. Like, be in, and then, like, don't send at 2 p.m. Like, there's nothing sexy about 2 p.m. A flaccid penis at 2 p.m. at Whole Foods. It's a no-no. It no. was a big no-no for me. In the produce section, I'm like, how is this my life? I was like, I need to get out of here. Yeah, Bizarre. actually never sent nudes or sexted because I'm just well terrified. I'm just terrified. Well done. 
No, uh, someone trying to that's boring. That's not well done. I think that's like, oh, hashtag most boring person on the No, planet. I love it. I love it. Nothing. You have no skeletons. I literally, someone threatened to leak mine. I have some skeletons out there, honey. Who knows what's going to come out? Whatever. You were like, please leak them. Yeah, I, I was like, dare you. I need attention. I need attention. <laughs> I dare you to leak them. <laughs> oh, God. So we were talking. And before we leave, I learned a new word from you. Mm-hmm. A Prince Albert. Yep. And if you don't know what that is, y'all, I will tell the people. It's when you pierce the top of your penis and it like, it's supposed to be like better for the sex, for the sex. It, <laughs> it's supposed to make everything feel better. But I think people have gotten stuck together because I have a friend who's a doctor oh, oh, oh. and they'll get stuck inside of people. Ugh. Have you had a Prince Albert in you? I've seen one. I've never had it in me. I've seen one and I was really terrified and it's, it's very distracting because it bobs around everywhere. So I was not into that. <laughs> and I was talking about this with some of my gay friends and I'll tell mm-hmm. you their answer after mm-hmm. I hear your answer. And I've seen your TikTok videos on this top or bottom. So I'm a top, which is surprising just because there's a lot of like, there's a lot of politics around tops and bottoms and verse means you go both ways. Top is the person that's fucking and the bottom is the one receiving. And because I'm feminine, a lot of people are like, you can't be a top, but there are a lot of masculine bottoms. So it's, it's it, and then there's power tops and there's, power bottoms. There's, it gets very complicated with the gay world, but yeah, the, but the short answer is yes, I'm a top. <laughs> okay. So my friends told me it's 2020 and people should be both. Okay. Okay. I mean, listen, maybe if I, I I've been thinking about it actually, because I haven't had any sex. I'm like thinking maybe I know, I'm open right? to it. Like, this is why we're talking about it because you know, do you believe, I believe this, the people who talk about it the most are getting it the least. Uh-huh, uh-huh. My friends are quiet they're getting it. It's the quiet, quiet one. ones are doing all the mm-hmm. freaky, nasty shit. Mm-hmm. We're out here being vocal and bold and living our fearless lives. We're not getting laid, hon. Uh-uh. It's never the loud ones. It's like, it's like they always say, if your coin purse is full, it doesn't make any noise. I think if your sex is full, it's not making any noise. That's kind of how I feel. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I had a lovely time with you. Oh my God, me too. That was so fun. Thank you so much. Tell the people where to find you. You can find me on Instagram, Amir Yas Official. Yes, my last name is Yasai, so it's Yas. I've always had to be gay. And then TikTok, it's the same, Amir Yas Official. Message me. I respond. I try to respond to every comment and every DM. So come at me. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. I hope you cringed. We will see you next week. Thank you, Amir. Bye. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Thank you so much for sipping the chai with me this week. If you like the show, remember to rate, review, and subscribe. You can also find me on Instagram at Anish Ramakrishna. I would love to hear from you. Join me next week for more chai.